If this episode is for somebody that you may know who is looking to draw close to God, who is looking for that confidence in God and wanting to just believe in God boldly with their faith and just humble themselves before him, whatever that authority and commitment looks like in their life, I pray that this episode touches the deepest parts of them. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast, a declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. Hey girl, and welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. I am your host, Kiana. Welcome, welcome back. I pray that you're, you're, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I pray that your week has been off to an amazing start. Um, I really wanted to share something that's been on my heart since coming back from California. I didn't necessarily know how deep God was wanting to go with this episode. And so God really was planting me in the book of James. And so James 4, 7, it says, so humble yourselves before God, yield to his authority and commit your life to his control and be willing to follow him. So like I said, this episode really hit hard for me um, coming out of California. I remember one day we were mission to go on Skid Row. Now, if you are from LA or if you're familiar with the city of Los Angeles, Skid Row is a very popular neighborhood, might as well say, with blocks and blocks and blocks of homeless people from all different backgrounds, from all different shades, colors, um, all different walks of life. And so Skid Row was something that opened my eyes to the need of that city and the brokenness of where they've yet fallen and ended up. And so I was so just humbled to be out there, y'all. I wasn't trying to shove Jesus down their throat. I wasn't trying to pray or lay hands with every single person that I encountered. I really wanted to know their names. I wanted to know their stories. I wanted to know a little bit about them. And believe it or not, the, the, the few people that I encountered, they told me about God. And so it does not mean homeless does not mean that they don't know the Lord or that they are, or the Lord is absent in their life. No, like the people that I encounter y'all, they know the Lord, they know his word to be true, but circumstance says otherwise. And so the reality of their life just hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? And so in verse eight, right here in James, it says, Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Just thinking back on Skid Row, I remember me and two of the girls from my team had an interaction with a woman named Georgina. And that name will forever be in my heart and on my mouth in prayer. The encounter that we had, that embrace, it will forever be with me. And so I remember we tried to ask her her name, but she seemed to be such in a rush, such in a panic. We saw that she had business to attend to. So we, you know, we, we just kind of walked the other way, but she came back, y'all. She came back and she said, Hey, um, y'all, my name is Georgina. I couldn't tell y'all my name because I had drugs in my hand and I didn't want to lie to God. I was just like, wow. You know, I think right then I was just blown away at what she saw 
from the outside looking in. We are just everyday people out here on mission to be the hands and feet of Jesus. There is nothing special about us. We don't have wings coming out of our back. We don't have halos over our head. Not from what I can see. And she looked at us and announced us as God. And to me, in other words, she was saying good. I know she said God, but I I heard her say good. She didn't want to lie to people of good. And so she said her name was Georgina. And we kind of like circled her a little bit. So it was me and two other girls on my team. And then she was standing directly from me. So we were like in a small little huddle, y'all. And we were like, um, she was like, her name is Georgina and she know God. She was saying that she know that what she's doing in her life is not good. And that in order for her to be close to God, she knows she has to come out of her life now. And she just doesn't see that happening. And the moment she said that tears started to well up in my eyes because I started to, my spirit started, started to feel her spirit. And I felt very sad by what she was saying. She was like, I know God. I know that God wants me close. I know that God is good and that he's loving, but I have to stop with what I'm doing here. I know that I have to come to God in so many words. She just wasn't ready. She just wasn't there yet. And so I remember one of the girls said, well, how can we be praying for you? And she just froze. Y'all, she just froze and I could tell she started to get remorse on her face that she started to think about all the many things that she probably needed prayer for, including herself and her circumstance and just the will and the desire to want more, to want better, to get out of that life. I immediately saw someone who is consumed with the dark, someone who is comfortable living in that lifestyle, the darkness being exposed by a flashlight. Have you ever shined a light onto something in the dark? They run away from it because they, they the light for one is exposing, but then two, they don't want to be seen. So in that moment, y'all, my spirit captured her spirit and then she ran away. So I feel like in the moment we asked her for prayer, I felt God hovering over our little huddle and he was going to bless every prayer that came out of her mouth. But she did not speak. In fact, her actions from what we witnessed, she ran away. And so I was just really sad that we didn't get to pray with her and for her while she was with us. But the moment she left, y'all, me and my team members, we grabbed hands and we started praying for her. We started calling her name up to the heavens and whatever prayer we left right there on that corner, I prayed that it reached her heart. I prayed that the seed that was um, sown in her ground is cultivated and watered and it, and it grows and matures to something that only God can see. This scripture to me stood out so boldly as I was reading in James. And, you know, oftentimes we told people to resist the devil, you know, don't entertain the nonsense, you know, resist the devil he will flee and I love that this word entertain was used because I can testify that I know there were seasons in my life y'all where I entertained the devil I played on his playground I made sure when I woke up like okay what we doing today type of mentality like I there was no hope for me I wasn't really looking for God I wasn't checking for God and and in other words like my reality hit harder than any prayer, any community, any laying of the hands, any speaking of the tongues could do for me in that season. And so there were days where I woke up and the, and the devil just knew, okay, she good. Like she gone, 
I know I know what she's going to do. I don't even have to torment her or make her feel something that she's not because she's already there. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you've been at rock bottom, when you've been in a pit of just darkness and you kind of grow custom to the pain and you're numb to the things that are happening around you. Like I said, this woman, Georgina, she said she had drugs in her hand. Little did we know we was in the midst of a drug transaction, but we was not thinking about ourselves. We were not thinking about the danger or the comfort of being somewhere where we shouldn't. It was more so that we wanted, we really wanted to get to know her. We wanted to know her name. And so her having that desire to come back to us and really share that she knows God and that she know that God is calling her and that she has to come to God and, and she just can't right now. And it just, and I could tell there was just a lot of chains on her. There was just a lot of things holding her down in that, on that very street corner that things were just tormenting her. And, and they were telling her in that moment that you don't have a way out. This is your life now. You're going to continue to do what you're doing to survive. And I think a lot of our mindsets before walking with the Lord is that we are in survival mode. We are doing what we have to do to get our next meal, to get keep the clothes on our back, to keep a roof over our head. And we saw a lot of that on Skid Row. We saw a lot of people just surviving. They weren't worried about their salvation. They weren't worried about the sanctification of knowing God's word and just how loving God is and what he can do for them in that moment. No, they were thinking about when we left that place, they were thinking about their tonight. They were thinking about their tomorrow. What are we going to do when y'all leave, when the goodness of God people are no longer with us? And I saw that in Georgina, there wasn't surrender in her heart just yet. She was very aware of who God was and what God was needing her to do, but she wasn't willing to surrender just yet. And I think that's what broke me inside because that was once me. I wasn't willing to surrender. I wasn't ready to come to God with the, with so much confidence and, and boldly before him. I wasn't ready to humble myself before God. I, I didn't yield to no authority or no commitment of his control. No, I was in control. I knew certain moves that I had to make in order to make things happen for me. I knew certain things that I wanted to do and had to do. And so I, I saw a lot of that in her story. No, I never sold drugs. No, I never had been homeless in the way that she's is now homeless, but I knew what it looks like to not have the desire to surrender. The passion translation of a uh, scripture, it says, stand up to the devil and resist him and he will flee in agony. Move your heart closer and closer to God and he will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. Feel the pain of your sin. Be sorrowful and weep. Let your joking around be turned into mourning and your joy into deep humiliation. Be willing to be made low before the Lord and he will exalt you. And I thought about that place of surrender where you have nothing left, where you're on your knees without a dime, without a pot, without a roof over your head, with nothing left. You don't care what happens to you, but you're you're waiting for your soul to get the notice. You're wanting your spirit to be free. You don't care about the circumstance or what's going to happen tomorrow. All you're concerned about is that moment of being surrendered to God then. And like I said, 
it's not that she wasn't aware of what was going on and who God was. And she made it very clear and I could see it all over her face. And, and I'm sure it was deep down in her heart that God is real and that God wants her to come home, but she just wasn't ready. She wasn't there yet. It's not that she's not willing. I don't believe that she's not capable of standing up to the devil and that she's not trying to resist the devil. But oftentimes, y'all, when you are in a low place like that, you entertain the devil because you're thinking you're getting ahead. You're thinking that you're controlling the situation. And that may be true for a little while. But at the end of the day, you're only sinking further and further and further and further, or you're coming to grow further and further away from God. And it doesn't that God ever leaves us, but we, we venture off and we do what we want to do. I think today's episode really hit me when I thought about Georgina and I thought about, you know, that call to surrender and how she was ignoring her call and that it's not that she doesn't know where her help comes from. But she just choose otherwise in this season of her life. And so, like I say, y'all, if we could just collectively just come together and pray for Georgina. I don't know her last name. I don't know anything about her. I probably would be so shocked to see her again ever in this lifetime. But she she has a home there within the, the community of Skid Row. And she really blessed me, y'all. She softened my heart to what that surrender looks like. Because for a long time, I too was a runner. I ran from God. I ran from the call. I ignored the goodness of God and I wanted to be in my own way. I wanted to do my own thing and I didn't have no remorse. I don't know about you, sis, but like when you're there, you're in it, you know, and it takes a lot for you to come out. It takes, um, not only just the willingness of your heart, um, but also humbling yourself to know that this doesn't have to be like this. You know, it's our choice to decide. And I, and I believe that in that moment, Georgina made her decision to run away. And I, I didn't blame her. I didn't, you know, feel that, oh, you're making the biggest mistake. I just felt like it's not her time yet. And like I said, I just prayed that the seed that was sown in her heart that day, I just prayed that God cultivates that and that he oversees um, that seed and he, you know, he really nourishes it and, and waters it. And I pray that whatever day that looks like for Georgina of surrender, that God gets all of the glory. And I pray that we touched her in a, in a mighty way. I just wanted to send up a quick prayer for Georgina right now. If y'all don't mind, if we can just gather together right now and just pray for her, pray for her heart, pray for her surrender, pray for the willingness, pray for her situation, y'all. So Father God, I just come to you and I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for being who you are called to be. Thank you for being Lord. Thank you for being Father, Father. I just want to lift up Georgina right now, wherever she may be, Father, whether she's north, south, east, or west, Father, whether she's high or low right now, Father, I just lift up her name to you, Father, and may you cover her and keep her for all of the days of her life, Father, right there on Skid Row, Father, right there in the midst of so much hurt, so much brokenness, so much abandonment, Father, would you just lift up that neighborhood, Father, will you just touch the people of Skid Row, Father, if you could just 
Let them know that you're there and that you're mighty and that you can do all things, that you can move mountains, that you can make things happen. You can make a way out of no way, Father, that you can be there today, tomorrow, and forevermore, Father. Please, I just want to lift up all of the brothers and sisters there within the community. Touch their hearts, Father. Touch their minds, Father. Touch their bodies, Lord. Let them know that you are there and that you are omnipresent and that you are wherever they are, Father. So even if they don't get the notice today, Father, I pray that their soul finds you, Father. I pray that their spirit is free before you, Father. I pray that that embrace, that encounter that they have with you is is forever you know father i just pray that whatever it looks like for georgina right now and her brothers and sisters on alongside of her within that community father that it doesn't have to be that way father that there is a choice father and that all they have to do is just call in the name of jesus father and just believe in their heart that he died for them and that he wants good for them and that that their life is not is not called to be shortened by their decisions and by the moves that they make and the enemy is a lie the devil is a lie that he does not have them by their necks and and by their thresholds and that he doesn't have them broken in chains and 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 feeling compelled to their circumstance father that he doesn't have them um battling choices of survival versus surrender father that you call them to surrender father you call them humbly and holy father upon your throne father you call them to your authority and with commitment father that they are yours they are yours, Father. They are your sons and daughters. And so in Jesus' name, I pray I lift up Georgina and all of those on Skid Row. Amen. Amen, y'all. So I just pray that I know this episode might hit a little different, y'all, but it was truly on my heart to um, get in my word and really find comfort in knowing what had happened with Georgina on Skid Row. And so if you're needing to go back and look at the text. We were in James, uh, starting at verse seven. We read verse eight. Also, we were in Hebrews, which I forgot to mention. Hebrews four sixteen. It said, "Let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need." So, thank y'all so much for just being with me here on the show and in prayer for the city of LA, for Georgina, for the community of Skid Row. Father, we lift them up to you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.